You are listening to the Create Inyong podcast, where we'll be talking about language, literature, and all things English, as well as various media and the arts. The show is brought to you by One Hour Proofreading, the fast-growing online human proofreader startup. I'm your host, B. Fernandez, coming to you from the Philippines. Thanks for tuning in. And welcome back to the show. What's up, guys? Hey. Hello. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's everyone been doing? Uh, <laughs> that's a mood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just I mean, came from a like a really hellish week of um schoolwork and work, and then celebrated oh, my birthday. So happy birthday! Nice. Thank you. Yeah. So everything's a little like mixed mixed feelings. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's a mixed bag right now. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's back to business as usual, and we're here to talk about um, what do you guys think of when you think of good grammar? Hmm. Good grammar. Yeah, like what's like in general? Yeah, true. Um, people who read a lot, I'd say. <laughs> like literally, the first Makes thing sense. that came to my mind. Someone mm-hmm. who reads a lot. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it it's when it's when it makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so I guess fun. that's pretty loose, but yeah, that, that's what I think when I hear good grammar. Well, I bring that up because for this episode, we're going to have a little discussion on what makes good grammar good grammar, right? Mm-hmm. So this. Is how- uh, kind of like an offshoot from our past episodes where we talked about prescriptivism and mm-hmm. uh, indefensive grammarians and all that, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's take it down a notch. So what makes yeah. good grammar good grammar? And mm-hmm. like, coming from what you guys have said, I, I think of what makes good grammar what it is. And I feel like it goes way back than we would normally think about, like when grammar in itself was already established mm-hmm. as a system. So mm-hmm. that's many, actually many, a good thing to think about because when when you when you, when you listen to uh, when you read about grammar, no one ever really wonders like, who the hell yeah, started this in the first exactly. place. Exactly. So, like, we go to school and we learn language, and no one no one even asks. Who came yeah. up with these rules? Says anyway, who? Right? Exactly. When you look exactly. at English, I think we've, we've done our own kind of very introspective look at the mm-hmm. language that we use a lot. Yeah. And we've, some of them are really weird. Some of them, like... Exactly, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. Like, split infinitives are just a weird grammar rule. Because sometimes... Oh, that's <laughs> the one where you don't put anything between two and the, and the verb, yes. right? Yes, like sometimes it's just you just have to, it just sounds better that way. Yeah, and I don't know who made up the rule that oh, you should never split them. Yeah, I, and I, double I, negatives, and double negatives. Oh, yeah, double negatives. Yeah, oh, what do you guys have to say about double negatives? Yay or nay? They get way too much rap, bad rap. I personally I don't like it when people use too much of it because yeah, it just... I mean quadruple negatives. No. <laughs> yeah, like just shut up. Just <laughs> straight to the point. 
Yeah, but I think it's also a cultural thing sometimes. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that this might be a good uh, opportunity to talk about prescriptive and descriptive grammar. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like the difference between the two. Because prescriptive, prescriptivism is uh, like that version of grammar where everything has to be, uh, everything has to follow the set rules. So yeah, no mm-hmm. double negatives, no split infinitives, no matter what, no matter the culture. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a little, <laughs> yeah, prescriptive. But, and then yeah, the other, in the word. Yeah, it's in the word. And on the other hand, we have scriptivism, scriptive grammar, which is uh, a bit more arbitrary. Or not really a bit. It's ar- it's more arbitrary. It's it focuses on more of like what culture uses this kind of grammar and why why it happens. So yeah, yeah. why why does this why does this culture like double negative so much? Mm-hmm. Or why like like the use of ain't right? Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. in other words, yeah. there's a sort of context like the secondary context yeah. involved. Yeah, you know Except how like English evolves into its like we have different forms of English depending oh, yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like there's Asian English, there's <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, just Latin American English, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. so descriptive focuses more on that and is a li- is more forgiving mm-hmm. than prescriptive. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the kind of grammar that it's as long as you were understood, you're good, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, something like that, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I seem to vaguely recall us talking about that before because we talked about like when is it acceptable to correct someone on their grammar in mm. a not so long ago episode right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i think also the prescriptive part of grammar is something that historic historically we can trace back to when english was sort of elevated into this uh this massive i guess formal language that mm-hmm. is very popular worldwide today. Mm-hmm. It also oh, yeah. like an elite thing. Yes, it's 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 sort of like an elitism thing where good, good oh yeah and it good goes way descriptive back. English grammar yeah. is sort of a mark of being high class and oh yeah I remember when women were like classed according to who reads and who's good at writing and speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is weird because because prescriptive grammar, as we talked about, is is kind of an arbit is a is a is a set of rules rather yeah. than descriptive, which is more I would say practiced in real life. Mm-hmm. Like you would, I I I watched this video from EDS Other Words the other day talking about this, and they talked about how uh supposed quote unquote proper grammar. Is mm-hmm. actually a lot less structured and a lot less, a lot newer than AAVE mm-hmm. or African American Vernacular English. Mm-hmm. If you look at AAVE's grammar, it's actually very consistent, and it's actually mm-hmm. very solid from from the time it was created compared mm-hmm. to what we consider proper English English grammar today. Uh, mm-hmm. I see. Prescriptively, so. So like I don't understand why it's still a thing to to say that someone has going back to the grammarian issue like some people I guess really need to draw a line when correcting 
someone else's grammar, especially if they lack yeah. the context of yeah. where that person is coming from or speaking from. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. more often than not, whenever accusations like that are thrown back and forth, it's more of like mm-hmm. it's more of like a privilege thing. Cultural mm-hmm. difference, yeah. basically. Exactly. Yeah. I remember like a thought a thought train about why people prefer prescriptivism other than other than the whole elitism thing. It's that it's when when things are arbitrary, they become boring. I mean I, I can't relate to that, but it somehow <laughs> somehow makes sense. You know? None of it really like, does. I see where I see where that idea is coming from. Yeah, where it's coming from. Because you know when when, when something is like there are there is a set of rules that you have to follow. You you kind of like focus on that and then I think that, oh, this is how it has to be done. I have to learn this. Mm-hmm. Instead of when you just say, when it, oh, I can do it my way. And then you, can, mm. you become complacent. Yeah. I, think, I think that's what they mean. I guess, mm. I, I think that prescriptivism, though, that does have its benefits. Especially for yeah. written language. Because it's mm-hmm. more consistent that way. Like, whoever, yeah. whoever came up with grammar rules and thought, oh, this is going to last forever, had no idea how dynamic language actually is yeah. and how many people would be adopting and using it. Like, we mm-hmm. all have our own Englishes as we've discussed before. Yeah. So, yeah. like, grammar has to be malleable and I guess that's where descriptive grammar comes in. Where yeah. as long as you understand each other, you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But when you do want something to be constant, that's where prescriptivism yeah, comes yeah. in. That's why yeah. I guess it's better for when like formal papers. It's it's okay there yeah. to correct grammar, I'd say. Yeah. It's like a template or, or yeah. like like a criteria. Style yeah. guide. It's basically a style guide. A style guide, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> MLA. That yeah. kind of stuff. I know. I mean, I can't work a single day without one. So yeah, can't believe I'm saying this, but prescriptivism does have its, you know, it has its place. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> For sure. I don't want to be anywhere near that place, but <laughs> but it has one. It does exist for a reason. We'll we'll say that. Yeah, yeah and if anyone's wondering who actually came up with it all, this verse maybe if you're looking for someone to blame for all of this. His name, the name of the person is, um, am I saying it right? Is it Will Bullocker? William Bullocker? I have okay. to look at it again. Let me get that. <laughs> I'll What's this guy's story? Hold on. I think uh, it started from something called, there was like a pamphlet. Oh, I, 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 why? I can't just remember this story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here it is. Yeah, there was like a there was like a pamphlet called like a brief grammar for English. Mm. Yeah, and th- that's when it started. Like it was the first actual guide on grammar. Yeah. But yeah, again, that's re- that's very much rooted in sort of the elitism of yeah. English as a language. Yes. Wasn't it wasn't it also arbitrary at the time? Yeah, because English as a, like not everyone was able to is able to write or read in English. I mean, you'd have to be, you'd have to be severely misinformed about the history of English as a language if you think that right off the bat, everyone got to learn about it, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Also, that's why that's why yeah. a lot. Like if, if again, if you look historically at how many words have changed meanings, it's yeah. mostly because a lot of people didn't know how to pronounce certain words, uh, quote unquote, correctly. Because mm-hmm. they didn't know how to read. They or they learned uh, quite the opposite actually. They learned some words while reading. They didn't have anyone to tell them, oh, this is how you pronounce that word up until like they grew up. Yeah, and it makes me think like how we we keep claiming, we keep throwing these um these claims back and forth and what good grammar is and what good grammar isn't. And mm-hmm. we do it, we do so while forgetting that, you know, English as a language, as a standard language nowadays, really had its messy beginnings. Uh, mm-hmm. when you think about the history of it all. Oh, yeah. Very, I mean, very back easy. then, like, very, it was, it was a hodgepodge when it came to standardization of the English language. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's just like, Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, exactly. is this in any way related to that, like that meme about how English is just German? Um, I forgot which three languages. Oh, completely, there absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Like, Roman language, German, and then all of them sitting, standing on top of each other, and then wearing a trench coat and a hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I don't think I've ever seen that. I, I remember. I think the other one was French. I don't recall the other one. But I think the other one is French. Yeah. Latin? Yeah. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. it was Romance okay. languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the yeah. Romance languages are based in Latin. So. That's oh, a pretty yeah. interesting way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Really That's why, like, I watch a lot of videos on different languages. Uh, uh-huh. Basically, TikToks. I'm, I'm, I'm coming in. I basically watch a lot of TikToks on languages and stuff. And a lot of a lot of people actually say a lot of people say that actually English is very unstructured compared to mm. other languages. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, by comparison to say Spanish or uh yeah, Roma- the Rom- the more romance the lang- the romance languages. Yeah. English is actually pretty unstructured. Pretty tame. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and when and uh, especially with the pronunciation of words. It doesn't make sense. It don't make no sense. Oh yeah, the way that <laughs> how things like read and lead are like. Oh yeah, too different. yeah. There's a lot. There's also like do, through, thou, yeah. sorrow, mm-hmm. tough, mm-hmm. things like that. Oh. Precisely because they came from different languages. Exactly, and it's yeah, like the same way that the United States of America is diverse. English mm. should English is is just as diverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has, for sure. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. it, it has a vocabulary that is just as diverse. Yeah. So I don't know mm-hmm. if standardizing it works. Yeah, maybe maybe that's why. Maybe English is so like you know strict. Yes. All of these things is so prescriptive because it needs it to like you know tame the chaos of all the of all the <laughs> words in it. I mean, chaos. That's oh, maybe, maybe just me. In a sense. <laughs> yeah. They need order <laughs> in all of that chaos. Or like trying. We need we need to try. <laughs> try to try to own it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is what we do with our vlog, Grammar Chaos. 
Oh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> nice, nice segue. Oh, thank you. Paula again with the seamless segues over here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hold the applause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do read it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We've got Overall, explaining there because English is really wild. It's it's a hot mess, guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's fun because sometimes we, we give out like etymologies of the, of the words we feature oh, there yeah. and you see just how like so varied yeah. the origins of the those. words are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, for sure. My English is a yeah. hodgepodge. And I don't know. Like all the all the all the better for us that it is a hotness because we have yes, like, more honestly. to talk about when it comes to talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But speaking of talking about it, uh short in time so pretty interesting discussion like the yeah. thing that we that Mondi brought up the topic of prescriptivism versus descriptivism yeah, thank you and yeah. yes I, again we turned to Mondi for the, the brainier parts of, uh-huh. of our episodes <laughs> very reliable yeah. but the next one we're gonna continue with our grammar chaos series as usual but yes. for now, thanks so much, guys, for indulging me in this episode. No problem. Thank you. Quite the brain turning one. And thank you, as always, to our listeners. And we will see you in the next one. Bye.